There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Chris Evans, love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Welcome to the show. Aloha. Coming up, Matt Lucas is going to be joining us. Tell us about Matt Lucas, please, Vassal. Everybody, literally, I've checked, I've done all the research, and it turns out everybody loves Matt Lucas. He is an actor, he is a comedian, he is a presenter, but he is swapping uh, soggy bottoms for hardback books. He's got his first kid's book out. Um, It is called The Boy Who Slept Through Christmas. It's very, very, very funny. Mary adored it. She says already she feels a bit Christmassy. She's done our review, obviously. All right, Mary, very Christmassy herself. Yes, of course. Yes, she's she's Mary. Mary yeah. She's actually Mary. One year in the Nativity, she was Mary was playing Mary, and a boy in her class called Joseph was playing Joseph. Okay, all you need is Jesus. Mm. Jay Blades is going to be on the show. Tell us about Jay Blades, Vassar. Uh, Jay Blades has lots of wit and wisdom from his incredible journey from the factory floor to prime time BBC One telly with the King. Uh, on one episode of The Repair Shop. And um, he has condensed that wit and wisdom into his little book, Life Lessons, which is just, it's just, it's a very lovely and very wise tome. All right. And Beverly Knight's going to be with us playing live. Tell us about Beverly, please. Uh, the greatest voice in the world. There you go. You're in for a can't treat. Can't say you don't. Yeah. Mm. By the way, she has prepared. I can tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. She has prepared to begin with to kick things off five to eight or five past eight. Five past eight. Okay, straight after the news, Beverly Knight is going to give us a cover of U2's 1987 song from their fifth studio album, The Joshua Tree. 2004 Running Stone ranked it the 131st great song of all time. Beverly Knight gifts you and us with or without you. Mm. What is that going to be like? I, I might have to go home. I might not be able to carry on after that. I was writing the intro, you know, but first... Matt <laughs> Lucas and Jay Blades might have to interview <laughs> themselves. Of with or without you by you too. Here's Less Beverly than one Knight. hour. I hope Bono's not listening. <laughs> He's going to be gutted. <laughs> All right, now that is a big intro. Mm. We have the greatest voice on the planet about to gift us some unbelievable um, music, miraculous pleasure, some magnificence, anything but maleficent on the radio. Uh, she has, on guitar, she has a guy uh, called Adam Goldsmith. So you've got the Goldsmith guitar on keys. She's got Ashley Kingsley. So you've got Kingsley on the keys. You've got Goldsmith on the guitar. You've got Knight on the vocals. And I love it when this happens, Beverly. Good morning, Beverly, by the way. Good morning, Chris. Uh, you know it's going to be a good morning when you, the next two texts to come off the, the deck are just completely spontaneously say this okay here we go go on first one this is the first one yeah. Lisa and Darren just now okay yeah. we saw Beverly Knight on Tuesday in Kingston she was fabulous Aww. she has an amazing voice and is so warm and joyful the album sounds fantastic right Aww, that's that one you. so that was just the next one not just because you're on that was just no the... way and then this came in right, right. straight afterwards go on. 
Ali from Stoke, long-time listener, first-time texter. Tonight, I'm off to see you two opening up the Sphere in Las Vegas uh, with yes. their new residency. And and this is the first text about you, and this is the second text about you two. No. And what are you going to do for us now? I am going to do what is, in my opinion, one of the greatest songs of all time from the Joshua Tree, with or without you. All right, off you go. Here we go. Perfect. are plugged in you don't need them <laughs> you just don't need them listen to this 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 very rarely happens uh, control room round of applause here we go oh, <laughs> thank you so much oh, oh to be we're getting paid for this Vassos oh my goodness it's the wrong way round yes <laughs> Beverly that was unbelievable thank you it, uh, I love that song oh, so much I, we can tell <laughs> I just hope Bonner wasn't listening that's all <laughs> I hope he was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, the fifth chapter of Beverly's brand new album is out now. And also tickets for her brand new tour, which kicks off in Rocktober on the 17th in Reading. Well, they're available in places, but let me tell you, it is sold out in Reading on the 17th, sold out in Bath, sold out in Cardiff, sold out in Aylesbury, sold out in Gateshead, sold out in Liverpool, Manchester, Birmingham, Cambridge, uh-uh, sold out. Barbican in York, sold out. Stoke-on-Trent, Bournemouth, sold out. South End Cliffs Pavilion, sold out. London Palladium, sold out. Tickets still available, though, for Sheffield, Nottingham, Glasgow. Not many. Northampton, Leicester, um, Brighton. But the rest of the tour is sold out. You can book for a year today, if you like, for the Royal Albert Hall on the 23rd, 24th of September 2024, if you're interested. <laughs> but other than that, good luck. Fill your boots. Just go and see her, right? I am very fortunate to know Beverly. We have each other's phone number now and again. We even text each other, don't we? Yes, that's and, correct. Uh, James and Bev and I... Uh, we have a hang. We meet at Goodwood because you're into yep. cars as well. Sure um, am. Uh, Beverly has graced us with a presence more on more than one occasion, multiple occasions, both mm-hmm. in my garden and at Carfest. Um, she's awesome. And it doesn't get any better than a night with Beverly. Tracy and Cooper from Barnsley. Wowzers, goosebumps on the first few words of Beverly's performance. Fantastic to hear that through headphones while walking in the beautiful sunshine this morning. Thank you. I had to take mine off um, <laughs> because it can get a bit too much for you. It can overwhelm you. If you're overnighted. <laughs> Some people go to the palace to get knighted. Yes. Not us. Yes. Janie Wolverhampton, the hairs are standing up on the back of my neck. What an arrangement. What a voice. Georgina in Basingstoke. Belly just gave me a whole body goosebump. How amazing. It's my first oh. time. How does it feel? Does it, would it ever end? Lisa from Fearing. Literally have goosebumps everywhere. Amazing. It's, this is like the goose, the annual meeting of the Goosebumps yeah. Society. <laughs> <laughs> Tina from Highly Shropshire. Wow, Beverly Knight is blooming amazing. Such power. I've got tickets to see her next September in Wolverhampton, and I can't wait. Is it next year? Is the tour next year then? Or this? It's this year, isn't it? Um, it the tour's next year, but um, right. So it's not the demand. It's not um, this October. It's it's this October as so, well. Yeah. Right. So I've got those dates. Right. Are all for I this see. year, and then next, next year, year I'm doing More the dates. Royal Albert Hall. Royal Albert Hall and Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton. 
Got it. So, yes. Excellent. Just go to beverlynight.com and just check it all it's out. It's all there. It's all um, there. Beverly, you said when you came in, you sound checking during the news there, you said, oh, I haven't got much of a voice in the morning. Well, God help the rest of us if that's you without a voice. <laughs> it's a, just a bit... It's a bit... Can you not hear? It's a bit no. throaty. No. Can anybody hear anything wrong with Beverly's voice? <laughs> I mean, at all? It's a bit Beverly, throaty. eight o'clock in the morning, that for... Are you sure? <laughs> Come on. Well, hang on a minute. What's, what's missing? Just so we know. Just... Some of the warmth on the bottom end. Yeah. As I as I go, it'll it'll start to come through. All right, Ashley, who's on keys and Adam on guitar. <laughs> do you know what she's talking about, or do you think she's as potty as we do? The latter. Yeah. The latter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's nothing missing, is there, guys? No. There ain't anything missing. It's not fair on the rest of the world. What are you going <laughs> to do next sweet. for us? Um, I'm going to do shoulda woulda coulda. Do you want to do it now, or do you want to do it in a bit? It's up to you. You can do um, it now. Or... I can do it now. Let's have it. A... Okay, Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda. This is massive. 2002 song taken from Beverly's third studio album, Who I Am, and was her first top 10 single in the UK. This changed everything for Beverly Knight. We were both sides of the same coin. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I just happened again, Bastos. It was the same thing. It wasn't dream. This is really happening. <laughs> we are being this knighted. Is, this is amazing. I don't need the palace. I don't need the queen. No, no, I don't need Cammy. Queen Cammy. Top of the tower. Just top of the tower. Here we go. Control oh. room cheer. Thank you, you guys. <laughs> you're lovely. Oh, you're so lovely. Thank you. Beverly, that song really did change everything, didn't it? It did. Tell it us about did. that. I was on tour. Um, you'll remember this, Ash, because you were with me. We're on tour with um, Jamiroquai and um, obviously Jay, big star. I'm supporting. I've got this album. I'm hoping, you know, it's going to do okay. I've got this song out. And um, we released Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda while I was on tour. With Jay, and he released Love Philosophy at the same time, yeah. which I feature on. So it's quite funny. Two songs, both with me, same time. We got to the end of the week, and I'd got in the top 10. I mean, I could not, I just couldn't believe it. And suddenly, everything changed. Yeah. Like, it was as quick as that. Just the whole world changed for me. And, um, I've never been more grateful for yeah. a song in my life. Can I can I suggest? Can I guess that yeah. th this new album has been a, a, a similar feeling because yeah. it's different. It's, this album is different, isn't it? The fifth chapter. It really is. Yeah. I just feel as that I've got the same sense of oh my god, optimism, op joy, joy, you know, hopefulness. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very celebratory. And I have that same feeling. I had it with who I am and when shoulda, woulda, coulda came open? out. Do you feel I open? I feel so open. Yeah, I from feel the like heart. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for the next phase, level, Isn't whatever. Isn't it interesting when that happens? Yeah. When you sort of, you give yourself permission to access access the source where it all came from in the first place. That that exactly it. That's exactly and what it is. And isn't it strange that we close it down sometimes? We don't know <laughs> yeah, why. We just yeah. do. Yeah, I reckon I did that to myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I well, think you can only do it to yourself. You can only you do can it You can blame it on other people, but you, it's you that's allowing them to have that effect Ultimately, on you. Ultimately, you have to look in the mirror. Yeah. So prior to this album, I did a lot of looking in the mirror and, you know, basically surrounded myself with the best people yes. for me. It's all about. And... Um, Luckily for me, there were a lot of great people already there. Yeah. And um, 
I just added to the number. And now I've, I've surrounded by folk who are all pulling, you know, in the same direction. Mm. And we're all just ready. We're like, OK, let's go. Let's do it. And it's infectious. And like yes. you say, you know, the stars have lined up, you know, or maybe they always were. You know, it's just that yeah. the, cl- the clouds have cleared. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, exactly. And, and you're selling the tour out. It's just unbelievable. Oh, it's, it's well, just it's not mad. unbelievable. It's, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. And you've got to go... Uh, get along and see Beverly if you still can. BeverlyNight.com. Most of the tour is sold out. It's kicking off on the 17th of October in Reading. And then it goes through November. And then these two dates, the Albert Hall, next September. I mean, you know, one of the things, you know, to get over the blues of today is book something wonderful for tomorrow. Book, yeah. book something up for next September. The Beverly Night at the Royal Albert Hall. Um, a year today. It's yeah. when you're going to be playing. Oh, my God. Yeah, not exactly today. It's it's a, a year today. <laughs> yeah. But it is a year away. God, when you put it like that. And then I'll blink and it'll yeah, be of course. here. It'll be here before you know exactly. it. Exactly. Chapter six will be back in <laughs> chapter five. Uh, well, it's great to see you. Apparently, you're going to go for some brekkie now. So go for some brekkie. I will. Take five. Jay Blades is going to be here in a bit. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, Beverly Knight, back in a bit. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. This is going to be something I'll remember, and that's a really lovely thing. I don't think I was able to do that in the past. And James Bay. Don't you agree that everybody needs someone when they feel alone? Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash UK. Oh, I'm so relieved, Vassos. Captain Chaos is back. Don't tell anyone it's Rachel's desk. You've been too organised. You, you don't have to tidy up. Okay, after spill drinking radio <laughs> studio. What could possibly go wrong? As long as it's not over any of Beverly's gear, that's all right. No, I don't mind if your microphone goes off, to be honest. Beverly's gear is safe. <laughs> Rachel's news computer, not so much. Yeah, good. It's all going really well. It's all go- what could possibly go wrong? Just give us a big intro and then sort yourself out. Sort your life out, Vassos. In fact, here's a book that can help you sort your life out. From factory floor to prime time telly, our next guest has been on quite the journey and now he's sharing his learnings with you. Life lessons, wisdom and wit from life's ups and downs is out now so please sit yourself down comfortably on a very well upholstered chair and enjoy the razor sharp jay blaze all right jay how you doing well that's an intro isn't it he's good at the intro he's, he's very good he's better at interest than not spilling cups of <laughs> liquid over really expensive it's important equipment. electrical yeah. equipment jay congratulations life lessons thank wisdom you. and wit from life's ups and downs this is a great book man oh, thank you sir. we've all read thank it you. how to have an argument how do we argue jay we, we, we don't argue we don't argue we don't argue we don't argue and what i do with the missus is what i allow myself 15 minutes to be angry right. and then the rest of it is 45 minutes is basically figuring out why yeah did that happen to me and what's the learning from it so you should always learn from every experience yeah you That's should why I see it. take a beat take a breath because they do say <laughs> count to 10 don't they uh, apparently, it's count. You need to count to thirty to really calm yourself down. To count to thirty. Count to thirty. Calm yourself down, and Mine. that will just it will just disengage. Because what happens is all our fight and flight, yeah, fight, freeze, or flight chem- chemicals, they all get sort of riled up when we're angry. Yeah, and they do last thirty to sixty seconds because they don't know if you're angry or you're scared. Because yeah. You haven't told yourself that yet. Mm-hmm. So just in case there is a lion trying to eat you, it lasts for 30 seconds. And that's why you need to count to 30, not 10. 
So if a lion's going to eat you, count to 30, <laughs> you, don't, you don't run. <laughs> I'd run. I've got to do a runner. Yeah. No, it's if a lion isn't going to eat you. If a lion is going to eat you, definitely run. <laughs> Just run. Don't if, stand there for 30 no seconds. No lions to be seen. How did you decide what to put in your book? Um, basically, it's all the stuff that I've had to deal with. So I've got loads of bits. One of the main ones for me is, um, I think we call it chapter five, is community. Right. Which is, community has helped me in more ways than one. I remember when I fell down about eight years ago, um, ended up in Wolverhampton and basically a family took me in and the community just showed me love and hence why I'm here speaking to you guys it's yeah. like it's unbelievable what they've done to yeah, me we might as well be broadcasting from Wolverhampton today with you and Beverly oh yeah in the house <laughs> um, it's all good education to, excited about life educated about life life is the greatest education tell us about that yeah well for me life the experience is, all right, imagine it this way. You're making a casserole. Yeah. You can't make a casserole with one ingredient, can you? No. So all the experiences you have, are, those are the things that happen to you in life, and they will build you. Some things are going to set you back a little bit, but there's no way that you can move forward without going backwards. Yeah. It's a bit like playing chess. You can't just keep on going forwards. Yeah, yeah. You've got to go backwards, and then you can move forward. It's all Beautiful. calculated, that's all. Mistakes. Mistakes are I, perfect as oh, long as you learn from them. I love mistakes. It's a bit like, you know, a kid, and you say, oh, don't put your hand in the fire, and then mm -hmm. the kid's going to burn himself. And they try it the first time, yep. and then they learn, like, hold on, that's quite hot, I don't want to do it again. That's what we should be doing. Mistakes, I believe, are perfect, but we shy away from them. A lot of people think, like, oh, I don't want to show my kind of insecurities or what I've done wrong. So, come on, let's just celebrate it. What about this one? What about the fact if you don't make a mistake or 10 mistakes on a daily basis, you're not trying hard enough? Ooh, what do you think? I do like that yeah i do like i'd like that a lot i never heard of that one yeah you got to push the envelope i mean some Ooh. people say you know the buddhists say don't pull if it's going if something's going well and you want it close to you don't pull don't pull if something's going badly and you don't want it close to you don't push just leave it where it is it, yeah. let it do its own thing yeah. you know be be stand by it but don't necessarily stand against it or stand up for it just stand by it stick well, around see what happens hold on a minute why haven't you written this book <laughs> What's going on? He's just, he's just full of me. <laughs> no, but I, re I, read a, I read all these books for a living. No, you give me like... I'm just feeling like, oh, I feel a bit lifted here. No, I mean, I weren't expecting that. Yeah, but we're very similar though, Jay, aren't we? Because yeah, yeah. there is this whole thing about you... There's a there's basically a section you've been just excited about life. I, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm excited. It's, it's the weirdest thing to come from where I've come from and then eight years ago where I was to where I am now. It's like... You've got to be excited about life. It's actually happening in front of me. I start, I'm watching this movie and I can't believe, like two weeks ago, yep. I was having dinner with a king and I had a sleepover. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm just there wearing a kilt, which I always wanted to wear yep. and I own one now. Um, and it's like, are you for real? Little boy from a council estate yep. is then mucking around with a geezer from the royal estate. It's like, Hang this on, is Did on you real. say you had a sleepover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stay up there. At Balmoral? No, 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 no. Dumfries, Dumfries House. Oh, right. That's the real. That's the one. I'll wow. tell you. At Dumfries House is um is where some real work is going on. Real community work. What about having a toddler attitude? Oh, you see, the, the reason why you got to have a toddler attitude is this. My daughter came home. She must have been about five, six years old, and she had this scribble on a piece of paper. To me, it looked like a scribble, and she said to me, "Daddy, put this on the fridge." Yeah. So I'm like. All right, I don't know what it is. So I said to her, what is that? And she said, look, there's you, there's mummy, there's a C, there's a son, there's a dog. And I was like, all right. So a week later, I tested her again. And then she told me exactly the same thing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go for this. I waited for four weeks. Yeah, four weeks I waited for. I asked her exactly the same thing. What's in that picture? And she told me exactly the same thing. When you're a toddler, you have this creativity that's just amazing. It's only when we become adults then we could do with the GCSEs, the O-levels, A-levels, all that kind of stuff. And we start paying a mortgage. 
we should all go back to being a toddler. Yeah. Which is just creativity is just a must. It's funny, isn't it? Because we're tested on our memory, mostly. Yeah. yeah. But we're not tested. And then we're taught, as we grow older, to try not to live in the past. But you spent 13 years <laughs> at school. <laughs> Remember what you learned yesterday. Remember what you learned this year. And the, by the way, there's a test at the end of all this for the last 13 years. And then the thing you've grown up, don't live in the past. You just taught us for 13 years to live in the past. You absolute muppets. <laughs> and also the people that get taught they're not actually teaching people that, right there's intelligent minds yep. but what about the people that's got intelligent hands yep. so the people that make stuff tell me about how are they it. being taught tell me about yeah. it I love this this is yours not mine this is oh, why you've got a book out and I oh. haven't <laughs> if you want something you've never had you have to do something you've never done exactly it's great that it's like that's I keep, going on my wall that one it has to be done because basically if you keep on moaning about the traffic you always turn left and you're always bucking up on traffic and whatever why not turn right and if yep. you turn right, you see a different viewpoint. You see a different... Um, well, you might not see traffic, actually, if you turn right. So that's what it's all about. Simple yeah, yeah. as that. Um, for, something, for things to change, yeah. you have to change things. It's you that has to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to make... Yeah, you, if you want a different view of life, you have to have a different viewpoint completely. Stop thinking too much. It's all right not to know all the answers. Prep for the repair shop. Uh, that, that's, yeah, that's me all over. I'm dyslexic, so I don't know all the answers. I don't know everything. Don't read that much. Um, very pigeon kind of reading I do. But it's a case of... I don't know it all. But that's why we should be speaking to people because there's a lot of people like yourself, Chris. You know more about this book than I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and he knows beyond the book. So if, unless you speak to people, you're not going to know nothing, are you? I love it. I mean, you know, every day I am, I am befuddled, bewildered, bewitched, and spellbound by life. I really yeah, am. I get yeah. up in the morning and I go, "Here we go again, everyone. Good morning, Vietnam." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's crazy, isn't it? No, it is. It's unbelievable, and it's one of those things where I never thought I would be in that position. Like I really do feel like that. Good. I can't do it as good as you because you, you're radio geezer. You know what I mean? But good morning, I bet, Vietnam. I bet you could. No, no, I couldn't. All I bet, right, let's you could scotch us both oh, on it. Come on, give it, it a go, give it a go. <clears throat> there we go. you got to go for it. Good morning, Vietnam. No, you, you come oh, on. See. Release, oh, liberate yourself. Yeah. Come it on, wasn't go. good, was it? Oh, right, you all right. Get, give me you a go. you got to go for it. You, you show me again, because you've done it perfect. Good morning, Vietnam. Wow, okay. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. Oh, God, yeah. blimey. I think I've lost a tonsil. No, I'm with you all the way. <laughs> it's, uh, it's that oat milk in the coffee here. Yeah. <laughs> Right, morning routine. We're on the morning. Good morning routine. Mm. Yes. What's yours? Mine is um, get up in the morning, drink a pint of water. Yeah, um, straight away? Yeah, straight away. There's water. I have water before I go to bed and then water when I get up in the morning. Right. And then um, it's push-ups. I do 100 push-ups. Um, I do yoga twists as well. I twist for me Just back. Just tell us about this because it's really important. Yeah. So the sequence is when. So you literally you get up out of bed. Oh, well, I'm sitting on bed, actually. So so what, is the water by the bed? Is the yeah. water first? Yeah, the water's first. So you're down a pint of water? Yeah, down a pint of water. It's got, Straight it's away, got to be done. Yeah, yeah. So I have half a pint of warm water with a bit of... Um, lemon? Uh, a bit of lemon and also a bit of cider vinegar in. Oh. A little bit. That's nice. Just a splash. Yeah. I take an apple cider vinegar um, tablet. But no, I have that. Yep. Then downstairs, um, push-ups, 100 of them. 100 do 100 I don't do 100, I don't do 100 in one go. I do 50, no, I do 50 or 60, and then I do 20, 20. Yeah. Um, and then avocado and a cup of tea. And that's do me. you always dress to match the avocado? Uh, yes, I do. You should, you, I wish you could see the jacket Jay's got on. 
It's the best jacket we've ever... <laughs> By the way, we've had some good jackets in the studio. Some very strong jackets. Yeah, yeah. John Majovi's jacket was good. Richard yes, Marx's jacket yes. was good. We've had some yeah. pretty strong, punchy yeah. jackets. But yeah. yours... Wipes the floor with all and of them. It's like it's got its own postcode, isn't it? It's Kermit the Frog green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got a, a bit of a Paul Smith cut to it. I'm sure it isn't Paul Smith, but... No, no, it's not. It's, that kind of, it's got that kind of thing going on. It's yeah. so cool, man. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Jay Blades, life lessons, wisdom and wit from life's ups and downs. Here we go again. We should give meaning to life. We need to give meaning to life. The meaning of life is to give life meaning. Yeah, and that's all about volunteering. For me, it's volunteering actually woke me up. I remember I used to work in a place called Oxford Cyrenians. It was a hostel for like alcoholics and homeless people right and the people I looked after they could have all of their possessions in a carrier bag and the carrier bag wasn't full and once you look after people and work with people who are less fortunate than yourself it really brings yourself into perspective and mm. it does give life um, a different meaning so my motto now is to influence people I'm never going to meet so hence why we're doing the book and hence why I do what I do yeah. is that I'm going to probably speak to people in a different way that I'm never going to meet, but they'll be able to change their life in some way. You do have that air of wisdom about you, Jay. Oh, bless um, you. Thank I can, you. I can say that. You might you might agree with me. You might not agree with me. But lots of people don't because they, you know, imposter syndrome, et cetera, et cetera. But you yeah. do have that. You, I, I, you make me feel safe when you're around. Oh, wow. Seriously? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. You honestly do. Um, you know, we, we talk about people who come in the studio a lot, don't we, Bassos? And they give off different vibes, different auras. Um, I'm oh, glad you read this book. Did you get the sense that people That's feel really... that way about hold, you? Hold on, you just gave me a moment there. Oh, like I'm feeling like my bottom lips up, going, yeah, it's like, that's really nice. Yeah, I mean it. I've got to give you a hug, is that all right? Yeah, let's do it, let's Come take on. it out. Man. Let's give it out. Yeah, there you go. Oh, do, you. do you know what hedgehogs do? No. Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, man. Oh, man, I wasn't expecting that. That, um, um, what the, I but don't even know what the question was. Oh, you were genuinely tearing up, aren't you? Oh man, I'm glad. You feel I'm glad. safe. That's it, it, you know. Uh, Comes from the heart, goes to the heart. Yeah. Sometimes some things happen to you. Um, wow. Well, sometimes people say stuff you don't know what they're going to say, and they say something that really, as you say, it comes from the heart and it touches the heart. And then, yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Jay, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, wow. You must be aware of the fact that that's how you land with people. No, no, I don't. Um, the sad state of affairs, or it's a good state of affairs, I think. My naivety, I just go on and I just do what I do. But every now and again, someone... I weren't expecting that, Corbley. Someone <laughs> says something that just, like, hits you and um, it makes you realise how beautiful life is. And you just did it, sir. Thank you. Well, you can't transmit what you haven't got, mate. And you can't usually recognise what you haven't got. Yeah. So if you're seeing beauty, it's because you're beautiful on the inside, my friend. And there's a real depth to you, isn't there? Because I know there's real... Wow. They say let pain be thy medicine, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And you can let also you can let pain and pass pain and your our ever-present pain body be our super fuel that we can take forward and, and give to other people. Yeah. And that's where you are. That's what's just happened, isn't it? It's unbelievable. I think for me especially when I had that um, that mental breakdown eight years ago, I just love showing my vulnerability. And it's a, it takes a special person to get that out. And I, I, you just said something that just took me there. And it's like, whoa. And it's just like, just go with it, Jay. Just just cry. If you want to cry, <laughs> hug the keys. Just say what you want to say. Um, yeah, you, you're you a good person. Do you know that? You're really good, man. It's unbelievable. Rare, rarely said, but I'm taking it right now from Jay Blaze. <laughs> whoa. 
Are you watching Strictly? Um, uh, no, I don't get to watch TV that often. I, I go home, um, I'm probably filming about six days a week, I go home, play music, and then I dance with the missus for about three hours. Oh, um, that's nice. Yeah, so we just have a little session. Um, yeah, and we just we just jam um, and reconnect because I'm going to be off filming again, which is quite crazy. So we don't put the telly on. Yeah. What are you going to do with this book? Because you're touring it now, you're talking about it. Yeah. Um, it feels to me like a springboard for, for not a change of lane, but another a, 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 a bonus lane, a Let's, parallel lane. I, w- I will take any advice from you because springboard, and you know about springing board and going from different directions and so on and so forth. You've... You've, you you know must you know your mustard sorry but um the next step is basically just go around and just tour with it and just speak to people and hopefully get the feedback I love getting um positive and negative feedback so I can't wait for people to read this yeah. and tell me what they think and how they've used it or how they haven't used it um and then yeah just go again just keep on going so some of my favorite gurus they have these things called satsangs and satsang satsangs. is basically where people get together and they all sit down and um the, the sort of assemble group just ask questions to whoever it is who's sitting up on the stage or the plinth or, or yeah. wherever it may be or sitting on the floor with them. I feel like because of your life experiences, you could probably field a lot of spontaneous questions. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the way w- I operate. Would you would you do that? Would you go on tour? Would you I would do love a talking to do tour like that maybe? Every, every time they someone's going to interview me or whatever, I always say, don't tell me the questions. I prefer to have it spontaneous so yeah, you yeah. get a real um, unprepared answer, I would say. But yeah, I'd love to. Were well, you going to set it up? <laughs> Go on, you know them all, didn't well, you? Well, I'd love to. I mean, I'm, I'm we there. do do it at Carfest. We do have these big tents full well, of people at Carfest. But the only thing I would say, if you get me there, don't ask a question or say a statement like that again. That will. That's you got me right in the heart there. <laughs> that's um, that's a bit wrong. I come it, to promote the book, not have a cry. It wasn't what. Well, maybe you came, maybe you did come. Oh, that, for a that's cry. true. That's maybe true. Maybe it's a safe cry. Yes. No, yeah. We all need a safe place to have a cry S- now. Stop again. it. Here we go again. And it wasn't why I said it was how I said it. Yeah, and it was how you heard it, and also to be honest, I think Beverly Knight she she's she's changed the atmosphere in the studio because yeah. she's brought magic in. Oh, um, bless! You can stick around if you want. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Blades is with us this morning. Life lessons, wisdom, and wit from life's ups and downs. Beloved TV presenter and Sunday Times best-selling author, and he brought a proper hanky with him. He yeah. knew. Oh, he no, knew what was going to happen. No, no, I got a flannel. I got a flannel. That's what it is. <laughs> I took it from the hotel. Yeah, you brought a flannel, and you got a bit of flannel as well. All right, some more live music now. Our next live number is entitled Systematic Overload, the most recent single from a brand new album. You may have heard of it. It's called The Fifth Chapter. And somebody said about this song, it's colourful, kaleidoscopic, uh, sounding. It's a modern pop song. Who may have said that about it? Only the lady who wrote it and is here to perform it, (laughs) Beverly Knight. Electrostatic skyline, everything is right in the night time, the night time. Blue hypnotic twilight, everything is good in the night time. It's the right time. The whole fifth floor out of it. Look at that. <laughs> look to your left. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Unbelievable. One more time. Come on, let's hear it one oh, more time. Oh, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's as good as a song gets. Isn't it? Come on, it is. You must know that. I I know you can't really say about your own song, but it is as good as a song can be. I am so chuffed with that song. (laughs) I bet you are. 
Honestly, I'm I'm just thrilled. By the way, great armography, really good Mm. armography. Oh really? Oh yeah, baby. (laughs) It was superb. I wish you could have seen it, everyone. Oh. Didn't video that one. It is on video. (laughs) You can watch it again uh, soon. Doesn't get any better, Beverly. If it does, I don't want it. I don't want it. Don't want it. It's too good, man. It's too good. If there are seven tickets left for Beverly's forthcoming tour, beverlynight.com. There might be a couple more, but I'm saying seven. There might be five. Uh, Most of the dates are genuinely sold out. Beverlynight.com if you want to go and see her. She's unbelievable. Her band are unbelievable. They're so tight. They're so bright. Uh, it's a wall of sound that comes your way and there's nothing you can do about it apart from lie back and think of music. <laughs> That's all you can do. There's nothing else left to do. It's ridiculous. How soon do the hmm. audience stand up at one of your gigs? Clearly they never sit down after that. Is it straight <laughs> off the bat? Immediately. Is it? Immediately, just, they're da- on their feet. Is it just a dancerthon? It it really is. Everyone is just up. The only time they sit is when there's a ballad. I was going to say, do you give them a break? I do. And, and I do. do you put the ballads because you know the audience aren't as match fit as you are. So <laughs> I know you're doing all the heavy lifting, <laughs> but they might not be ready for it. I don't suppose. I I tend to there's there's going to be a little section where things are a little bit more chill. Right. I try to don't we Ash? We try to pace the show so that um. We've got a, a bit of a, a, a chance to lean yeah, back yeah, as yeah. well, it, and the it. audience. And then once they've done that, we're right, right, okay, back again. They say, you know, when we're running marathons, they say halfway is 20 miles. It's not 13. Halfway is 20 miles with six miles to go. And if you think yeah. it's 13, good luck with that. Is it the same with the set? It absolutely is. I get to about, um, on, on, the, on the set list, it might be three quarters, but yeah. actually that's halfway because the end bit is where you dig right in and it's like, okay, Right the way to the finish line now. Let's and go, do you let's get on course for free as a performer? Do you get extra energy, or is it is it heavy lifting all the way to the end? No, I I, I get there's like an extra lift, right? You know, you can feel there's a point where you just feel the audience is just going to fly with you. They can sense you're coming to the end, hmm. and then all our energies lift, and they kind of we all get there together it's the best feeling to be in this studio with you everybody listening i'm sure you can you 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 get where we're coming from here for vast and i to be honored and blessed to be in the studio with beverly and the boys this morning is just ridiculous isn't it I mean, it's ridiculous. Your voice, Beverly. And we said earlier, I don't know if you heard it, but it's not, I mean, it's loud. Yes, it's loud in our ears, but it's loud in our souls as well. Oh. No, it's just so, we're so privileged. Thank you. It's that lovely. for me is the point. For me, it's, you can, there's so many people who technically have got great voices, but if it doesn't stir you mm. right deep inside, yeah. then it's a bit like, it's exactly mm. where it hits you. It's right there in the solar plexus. And then plexus. there's other people who have more imperfect voices, but you don't care because when they sing, you're like, oh. And, and, and who cares about, you know, the perfection and all of that? What matters is how it hits you. That's the point. And, and that's yeah. the whole point of singing for me. It goes to where it comes from, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Users report, iPhone 15 is overheating. I don't care. <laughs> not interested. Not interested anymore in the news stories. <laughs> this is the news. Beverly yeah. Knight is in the house. That's the news, everyone. And and we'll have more Beverly Knight as as and when. <laughs> we can bear it. We can bear it. You can stand the volume. <laughs> uh, are you going back in Sister Act? I am. When's that going to happen? So next year. Um, 8th of March did I just make up 8th of March March 
till June. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, a, what a little fun run of, of Do you of feel shows. like this is, I mean, you're wearing a beautiful purple dress today. Oh, thank you. Um, do you feel like you? this is the purple patch of your life now? Or... I, I think, I think so. Yeah. Just everything seems to be clicking. And, Maybe yeah. when you hit the one that is the one, that mm -hmm. that just, if you want it to, that, that lasts forever then. I think I feel I sense that maybe I don't know. Uh, you know, I, it's funny because I I um in 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 light of of the the death of of um, Tina Turner, yeah. Um, just looking back on her legacy, her life, and how it worked for her, yeah. And she was always this unbelievable tour de force, mm -hmm. but it took her to the age I am right now yeah. before the world truly got to see who she was and she's like my spirit animal i get I'm it like, i get it when when it when it connected with her the rest was was you know it just flew it just flew the, the world only got to see her you know when she was in her the end of her fifth decade into her sixth decade in her yeah. 50s they only got to see the real tina turner because she was only then available to be seen that's right that's exactly that's the it. thing isn't it yeah. that's where you are right now that's where i'm at at this moment, that's how I feel. So, so. I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. It was so good, Beverly. Thank you so, so much. Some days, that's what I say. Yeah. Some days, oh. it's one of those days, isn't it? It really is. Oh, my goodness me. Thank you. Right, you can have the other half of that bacon roll now, Beth. Yes, come on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well done. Thank you. Awesome. You're gorgeous. Thank you. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Our next guest is the superstar actor, comedian and presenter who swapped soggy bottoms for hardback books. His debut novel, The Boy Who Slept Through Christmas, is out now. So please welcome a man who never fails to amuse us. It's Matt Lucas. Yay, Thank you. There's Matt. a challenge. Now I'm going to try and fail to amuse you today. No. I like a challenge. Uh, no pressure. Matt Lucas, The Boy Who Slept Through Christmas. It's so good. How come it's been so long a coming, my friend? Oh, because it took quite a while to write that one. Yeah, but you've been alive for quite a while as well, haven't this you? Is, this is true. This, this is, is true. It's so well written. It's so, such a good book. Mary, um, Vass's nine-year-old, was gripped by it. She's reviewed it for you. Would you like to hear the review straight away? Oh, yes, away? please. Okay, so good. Here we go. Here we go. The Boy Who Slept Through Christmas is the first Christmassy book that I've read since last Christmas. And I'm really, really, really enjoying it. It's very funny, like there's a joke on every single page. And it's very different from the other book I'm reading, which is Northern Lights. I just reached the bit where Leo wakes up five centimetres tall. I often wondered what that would be like. Quite cool. Also... Annoying. It's perfect. Cool. Annoying. Cool and annoying. That's cool what you and want, annoying. Isn't it? Yeah, it would be annoying. So yeah. tell us about lovely Leo, Leo, who we all fall 
head over heels with from the first page. Yeah, so so this is my first novel, The Boy Who Slept Through Christmas, and it's about Leo, who's 10 years old, and he's the biggest fan of Christmas in the world, I would say. Um, and then his mum passes away in the July, and he's not sure if they can celebrate Christmas anymore, the, the family. But... Um, uh, Dad says, "No, we, you know, we have to, we have to make this actually the best Christmas ever. That's what Mum would have wanted." So um, Leo has loads of plans, and uh, he's making special cakes, and uh, making presents, making cards, composing a song, uh, uh, designing a board game. But everything goes wrong, and he wishes. Christmas away. He has a kind of meltdown. He wishes Christmas away, and you have to be careful what you wish for. I don't want to tell you what happens after that. But it is a very different type of novel. You know, it's a busy market. There's lots of people um, writing children's books now. And so I thought I need to do something a little bit different. So this is actually a musical novel. Um, I've written 20 songs. And as you read the novel, there are QR codes, 20 QR codes all the way through the book. So um, uh, it's, it's, it's like a musical in novel form. So you can hear, if you point your, your, uh, your phone or your tablet at the QR codes, you get the songs. With the, with the lyrics, you get the lyric videos and all the lyrics are also at the back of the book. So we say you can sing along as you read along. You've just answered all my questions. Oh, you're no. So <laughs> you're so good well, we'll find We'll find something else to talk about or we can you can ask me again. <laughs> that, is, that is such a comprehensive description. And also, you have semi-answered uh, loads of the questions. Oh, no. no. No, I don't mind at all, at all. Does at that least. make me really professional or really amateur? Don't really know. Uh, but the point is, we do love it. And it is a proper story. So you wanted it to be different. Yeah. Um, without saying what's wrong with other people's books or other kids' stories. You know, I know you've always absolutely loved musicals. Oh, I love them. Um, was it always the plan to combine the two? Do you yeah. want it to go further? Do you want it to go forward? Do you want this to actually be given birth to as a complete work? Yeah. So, well, the thing is, you know, in I love musicals. Yeah. But also, you know, when I was writing this... When I was writing this book, I thought, you know, what, what, when I go on shows, when I, when I come and see you, when I come and see people and talk about it, you know, the big, the big question is, oh, you know, what does David think about this? David Walliams, obviously, I've worked with for he's many, many years. Books, hasn't he? Well, he is Mr. Kids Book now, yeah. isn't he? So, so I thought, you know, he sets such a high standard and it's, you know, how do you compete with him? So I thought, well, actually, I've decided not to compete with anyone. I've decided just to do my own thing. So I love musicals. And as I was writing this, I thought, oh, God, I'd love this to be a stage musical one day. And I started writing a couple of songs for it, which, of course, sounds very productive. But actually, all I was doing was procrastinating because I should have been doing another draft of the book. Yeah. But I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to write the music now. You know, it's <laughs> like when I was at school and me and my friends decided to form a pop group at school when we were about 12. And we just spent the whole time arguing about the name. We never actually rehearsed anything. We never wrote anything. So it was the same thing of like, I should be writing this book, but actually I'm now writing songs, sitting at the piano. And then I thought, well, maybe... Maybe I could use QR codes and put three songs in the book just to whet people's appetite to sort of say, what if this could be a musical? And then one thing led to another and I had 20 songs. And so this is a musical novel. Did the songs help the 
story chug along? Yeah, the songs tell the story. They keep it moving. Did, but did they help you when you were writing it, or was did you write? Was the story already fully formed? I'd already formed the story, right. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, you'll end up writing a song and not being able to use it because it doesn't fit into the book. Yeah, but people have done that before, haven't they? Because they take a they take a band's oeuvre, you know, and they go they they just they just rearrange the songs and then make a story around them and it does it can work that way yeah, as well i suppose the jukebox musicals yeah yeah but i just i i you know this is not a criticism of shows at all but virtually every show or, or many of the shows you go and see in the theater are either jukebox musicals or they're adaptations of books or now increasingly uh, it's become popular to adapt movies into yeah, yeah. musicals um we have you know mrs doubtfire and uh, there's been tootsie recently yeah, and yeah. Uh, groundhog day and and um back to the future of course and so i i was i thought why don't i write something that's completely original from a story point of view and completely original from a musical point of view did you find writing the songs easier than writing the book sounds like you might have done um well i it was very exciting because i've written a few songs for like shooting stars little short ones but i haven't written that much music um i had a tv series years ago that i did write all the, 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 the melodies for, but I, I hadn't really written many songs. And, you know, the first song in this musical is 13 minutes and 40 seconds. I mean, it's a big, you know, because I was inspired. I used to read Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat when I was a kid. I used to have a book, which uh, Quentin Blake did all the illustrations. And then and then I had the, uh, the record and I'd put the record on and follow the book. So I thought, you know, for kids who love musicals, uh, this is a nice thing to do. And also, not everybody can afford to go to the theatre or not everyone lives near the theatre. So this is a way to sort of uh, uh, have a, see a musical without leaving your bedroom. It's so cool. I love it so much. I love the fact you've gone for a 13-minute opening. The full sort of meatloaf. Yeah, it is very Jim Steinman, actually. <laughs> it's so cool, isn't Yeah, it? why not? Why not? Why the heck not? Go big or go home. Where did Leo come from in your head, in your heart? Well, it's a, you know, the thing about Leo is... He's me in a little bit, you know, because he can get quite anxious. He can be quite nerdy. He can be a bit hyper fixated on things. He's got that thing of like, I can't enjoy Christmas until I've done absolutely everything. And I, I'll often be at home alone of, of an evening and I should just be relaxing and watching a film. But I'm sort of, I don't know, cleaning the table or I'm just doing things that I probably don't really need to be doing. So I identify with that. But the other thing about Leo is he's lost his... Um, he's lost his mum and he's thinking how do we celebrate Christmas without mum there yeah. and you know without getting too deep uh, you know I've lost a partner I've lost a parent I've lost you people in grief. my life yeah I know do. about grief and I know about the challenges of living with grief you know, um, because you often think, you know, you, you sort of led to believe with grief that you sort of take this time to grieve for a couple of months or whatever, a few months, and then you sort of get on with your life. But actually, the, the reality is you live with grief for the rest of your yeah. life. And the, the, that's the best phrase I heard was it doesn't get less painful. You just get used to the pain. Yeah, exactly that. And so and so. I felt that, you know, there will be a lot of children or, or adult readers, because this is a book for adults as well. There'll be a lot of people reading this Christmas might be their first Christmas without a parent or a sibling or an uncle or a grandparent, a teacher, a friend. And they might be anxious about Christmas. You know, yeah. they're excited, but they think, well, I'm just going to feel that loss. So I think hopefully it will resonate with people. Yeah, grief is different for kids when it comes to their mums and dads because it's not supposed to happen. Yeah. 
Exactly. But the book is funny as well. And a His lot of the songs... It's hilarious. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so funny. Oh, thanks. Mary was giggling it's, along last night. The thing night. is, it's got time for itself, hasn't it? Because yeah. you dive in, you don't get on with it. You, If, you, if your flight of fancy goes off... Mm then the book goes off with it. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely luxury. Actually, quite similar to David in the way that you, you some, something amusing strikes you and you could just leave it there. Or you think, well, it could be... It could, I mean, what if I don't leave it there? <laughs> what if I carry on? What <laughs> well, if I carry on that train of yeah. thought? Who I mean, edited it? It wasn't you that edited it, was it? <laughs> well, no, I was quite... I mean, I mean, uh, a very nice lady called Lindsay edited it. But to be honest with you, I mean, she, she just let me get on with it. Yeah, I yeah. sort of... I'm quite... Um, not resistant, but I, I, I have a real sense of what it is I'm trying to write. So I was quite sort of stubborn, I suppose. Uh, and, and I was adamant that I would write the book I wanted to write. And, and I have to say, the publishers were very supportive of that. You know, there was no opposition to that. Who joins Leo on his journey? Some of the other people. Well, he's got a couple of really good friends. There's Prisha and Ivan. Um, and he has an older brother. And he has a younger sister and all uh, the older brother, the younger sister, the father are all dealing with grief. Uh, uh, their grief manifests in different ways. So you sort of touch on everyone's experiences. But um, to some extent, Leo is alone in this book. You know, yeah. he has to do a lot for himself. And I do remember feeling, you know, I had wonderful family, wonderful friends, um, really uh, nurturing teachers, all of those things. But I remember also feeling alone as a kid. I think that's probably uh, uh, true of childhood, isn't it? Well, I think we're always as alone or connected as we feel at any given time. Mm. This got deep, didn't it? Well, they know it's a deep book. It is. It That's is quite point. a deep book. It is a deep book. I mean, it's funny and it's you know it's very accessible and the music is very poppy. Hopefully, people find but the tunes catchy. Deep. And that's what you need, isn't it? That's why, well, it's, a proper, I, that's why it's a proper book. I, yes, I didn't want to just churn something out, and you can't. Also, I do not a churner, Matt. I'm not a churner. Also, <laughs> also, I can never make butter. Also, the other thing is that I think to some extent. Um, there's, you know, there is criticism of of people who haven't written uh, uh, novels before, who are known for, you know, being TV personalities, who are entering this market. You know, there is a lot of, understandably, disgruntled uh, writers and aspiring writers who find it hard to get a foothold in the market. So I felt that I had to hit higher heights. You know, I had to, I had to do better. Yeah. Had to write a better book to justify this sort of privilege that I have because I was able to get a meeting with a publisher more easily than most people would. Yeah. Well, that's fine, but then I need to write a really good, good book. Good for you and good for them. Good for the, I mean, ultimately good for the reader. That's the deal, isn't it? I hope so. I'm really proud of it. I mean, we took, I took a long time. I mean, we, you know, we talked about the, with the publishers, like it was going to come out last year and then we decided, no, let's really, really, really nail this. Good for you. And if it had come out last year, we'd have had four songs, but now we have 20. So every Thursday, as of last week, between seven and eight, we have a Christmas hour already. We're already there. Yes, you good. Know? And I sense you're the same. I love Christmas. I'm Jewish. So so our Christmas is a bit different. We don't have a Christmas tree. Right. We don't do Christmas presents. Yeah. Uh, but we usually have... Leo does. Leo does. We do. We have Hanukkah presents. Yeah. And, and the two are usually around the same time. Uh, we don't really sing Christmas carols. But, you know, we do have members of our family who are not Jewish, you know. And so we do celebrate Christmas. We have the turkey and all of that. And we do play games. And I, I love it. I absolutely love Christmas. That's awesome, man. That's so awesome. 
Uh, Matt Lucas, the boy who slept through Christmas. So the barcodes are... You know, the QR every, codes. Sorry, the QR, QR codes are every now and again in the book, but also all the lyrics are at the back of the book. Um, so you can't have a good old sing-along without the music, I don't suppose, but you can read the lyrics and you can jump to those can't you yeah you can you can do that yeah if you just want to hear all the music you could uh, this is the other thing if you just listen to me barcodes i do you know i've never qr coded anything in my well, life now it's your time this is it. i don't even know if my phone will do it I could it, give it, it go. should do it but if you want to listen to the music <laughs> and you don't have the book yet right. just go to theboywhoslept.com yes go to theboywhoslept.com and all the music is there I for you to even, listen to. I don't know to. what you do with these just things. Open your camera. I've got my camera open Okay, now. and just put it over a barcode. I've never a, done this in my life. And okay. a, a little yellow thing will appear on your screen. Press that. I've got the yellow thing. Hang on okay, a second. Okay, press the yellow thing. I've got, to get, I've got to get a QR code first. Yeah, you... you the, the, I like your, barcodes. They're fun, aren't they? Barcodes are, you know, what greater entertainment than a barcode? There you go. Oh, okay. And now what happens? Press the yellow thing. Press the yellow, yellow thing. It'll go, it'll go to... And it will take you, if you're online, it will take you. You know, the other thing while Chris is doing this, it might take him a little while, <laughs> is, um, uh, is, uh, this is hilarious. is there's an audio book as well. So you can hear me read the book and then the songs just come up automatically. That might be better for you, Chris. I don't know what's going on. It reminds me of the golden shot because you get the little yellow square around it. Yeah, so do, if, you, right if you press the, the thing. Oh, it says I've won... Um, £2.50. <laughs> a free go. It, it, it literally couldn't be. Put the camera over the QR yeah, code right, okay, and press the yellow. Um, Matt, anything else you'd like to say to our lovely listeners about this beautiful book of yours? Well, I just hope people enjoy it. It's for children and adults as well. Yeah. You know, it is. it, it has some depth to it, I believe, but it is also just very gettable and very fun. And and um, I really hope people like it. And I really hope people like the music. And my dream is to get it on stage as a big stage okay. musical one day. Rock and roll. Um, is, are the whispers about you being in Wonka true? I am in that film, uh, Wonka. This is the new one? Uh, yeah. The uh, new but, Wonka. That's right. Yeah. But yes. here's the thing. You know, there's an actor strike at the moment in America and I'm in the actor's union. Yes. And because I'm in the actor's union, I'm not allowed to promote anything. I thought it was over. No, the writer's strike, they've reached an agreement, oh, right? But the actor's strike, the actor's strike still goes on. So if I had written the film and wasn't in it, yeah. I could tell you about it. But because uh, I'm in the actors' union, I'm not allowed to do any promotion. I'm also in, I was filming Gladiator 2. Uh, <laughs> what? I know. And then the strike <laughs> happened. So again, I, I'm not allowed to talk about that, which is amazing because I've obviously got... But I love the fact you can talk about not talking about it. Well, I mean, Th I mean, that's, that's cool. just a fact, but I can't talk about the film because obviously I would love to come on and talk about the film, uh, these films, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> and you know what's weird is I'm not, even, I'm not even allowed to talk. I, I didn't realise this, but I'm not even allowed to talk about, you know, I was in Bridesmaids or I've been in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Past films. Yeah, I'm not even allowed to talk about past films at the moment. Uh, what's the light at the end of the tunnel? Or how is the light at the end of the tunnel looking as far as the actors are concerned? Though? Well, I think the fact that it looks like an agreement has been made with the writers yes. makes me hopeful that an agreement will soon be reached with the actors. What have you heard? I haven't heard any more than that. So this is a Los Angeles... Well, so it's a US-based strike, but it covers everybody and everything. Well, the thing is, it affects the studios. Right. And uh, uh, both Gladiator 2 and Wonka are studio films. And that is why I'm not allowed to talk about them. Well, thank you for talking about not talking about it. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's, that's actually really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why the strike kind of happened? 
Um, I, well, I've heard lots of different takes, and I've heard Judd Apatow talking about it, um, and he was talking about the fact that um, it's to do with uh, the, the fact that there are now so many streaming platforms, and the rights and the distribution of the back end and points is not what it used to be. Also, the industry is less transparent than the movie, than the theatre side, because you can know how many people have been to watch a movie, That's right. but Netflix don't release... And by the way, it's not just Netflix, not Netflix. Uh, other streaming services don't release viewing figures and therefore that is not helpful when um, uh, adding up the potential back-end points. Yeah, I mean, really... Is that, is that right? Yeah, I mean, really what happened is partly to do Sorry, with AI, but long. no, you know, in America, you kind of really need health insurance. Right. And a lot of actors get their health insurance through being in SAG-AFTRA, the actors' union, right? But you need to earn, I think it's, you need to get over the threshold of about $26,000 a year right. in earning yeah. in order to qualify for that health insurance. And many, many actors were relying on royalties and residuals from their work in in order to get them over the threshold. And now, because the streamers don't pay royalties, hardly any actors were getting over that threshold. So a lot, so, so people just said, this is no good. Right, so they were, they were forced into yeah, it. Yeah, so that's... that's oh, the the, the yeah. sad thing, uh, Judd Apatow said, when I was in America in August, yeah. he said, this will end, and it will end how it could end tomorrow. It just won't end tomorrow. Yeah. And that's the sad thing about it. Yeah, so so it will end because it has to end. And it will end with the agreement that everybody knows should happen. Yes. But they've just put it off for a bit to, to flex a bit. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. I don't know why it... Well, when it is over, come back and talk about all these brilliant movies. You I would love about. to. <laughs> I would love to. Okay, and maybe get this movie away by then as well. Oh, uh, I'd love Matt to. Matt Lucas, the boy who slept through Christmas. Matt, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, thank you very Happy much. Happy Christmas. Thank you, and to you. <laughs> Here we go. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them, no stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidesrætter alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. 